The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Hour number 2, 713-780. ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A.J. is the real. At Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. Texas show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch. Got a nice Twitch community going. Twitch.tv slash ESPN 975. You missed the first hour. We'll talk about George Springer going to the Toronto Blue Jays, which we all expected him to be gone. It was just a matter of Jays or Jets or Mets. And then uh, the uh, Michael Brantley returning. So some good news for Texans fans. I mean, for uh, Houston fans. Getting on to the Texans. Seems like they're down to three real candidates based on the interviews they've done. Uh, which Eric Bieniemy, which obviously is the guy we've been talking about since they fired O'Brien, um, Matt Eberflus, and it seems like Leslie Frazier is getting a lot of run. The defensive coordinator for the Bills, been a head coach before, very well respected. I think I'm okay with any of those. I mean, I want Bieniemy, and you know, I saw Doug Peterson say probably sitting out this year, which means he's not in the mix for the job here. Um, but I also think if I'm Eric Bieniemy, I might give that guy a call and say, hey, would you like to be my offensive coordinator for a year until you get a new job? Yeah, That's the kind of guy I like. Guy's been a head coach. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he'd do it. I, I don't know if he would do it either, um, especially here. Like, this, this, isn't a, this isn't the kind of team that's going to up your stock in a year. Like, I, I, I think you're probably better off taking a year off than having anything to do with this team next season because I think most of us believe next season is going to be some growing pains here. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be worse than this year, though. I mean, it'd be well, hard. The, the bar has been set low. I know. <laughs> but, I mean, it's also one of those things if the offense comes out and you've got, say, a top 10 offense, even it's going to be the back of the top 10, that's not going to hurt your stock if you're Doug Peterson. Yeah, you, you might be 6-10 and 10 because your defense is, is the worst in the history of the, the league. But if you put up a bunch of yards and points, which you would, I would think, um, then I think it would help. And uh, somebody on the uh, the text line asking, do you know if Randall Grichuk was traded from the Blue Jays? No, they still have him, which is why they're really overloaded in that outfield. Local kid who I remember playing in the Little League World Series and emulating Jeff Bagwell's stance when he was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, but um, but no. But getting back to Texans, I think while Leslie Frazier may not be a guy that people, oh, it's not a sexy name, but he's kind of he's I think he'd be a calming influence, and you know I I really like the idea of a defensive coach because you can get by with that offense, assuming you haven't chased Watson off. You've got to improve that defense, and I mean they were thirteenth in the league in in. Yards per game. I mean, that's... It's serviceable, yeah. certainly. Yeah, you can win games like that. Uh, so I, I'm okay with that. 
And uh, Dickens is what if you decide to take the OC job and they trade Watson. I'm pretty sure that won't happen. I'm pretty sure that they'll know. But I think if they hire Eric Bien, I mean, I don't think Watson's going anywhere. I really don't. And, and again, I think so much of this this turmoil has come from everybody just sort of making assumptions and running with stories. I mean, it should have been handled better. I mean, it has been a cluster bleep. But the it, it does, when you kind of go back and look at it, you could see where the disconnect came from. Obviously, the owner thought he had communicated with Watson and that Watson would be involved in the coach. Probably didn't think he was thinking he'd be involved in the GM as much and, and made a mistake there, clearly. And then everybody went, oh, well, but he didn't hire any of the five guys on the list. And then, But then he explains, it's like, well, we'd interviewed him twice. They, they already yeah. knew we knew about him. So, you know, okay, so that, to me, explains it. And then the the third part of it is, so, well, you didn't request an interview with Eric Bieniemy until Watson, you know, yelled about it. So, well, you know, I, I think it's weird that you interviewed other people before you had the GM. Yeah, I don't think that anyone should have been uh, interviewed before they hired Nick Casario. Oh, I agree. Because now, like, does the interview with Marvin Lewis even count? No. Because uh, you know they're not going to hire him because the GM GM hasn't even talked to him. Um, and, and that's the thing. So, I mean, when you look at it all that way, this really isn't the total nightmare it's been made into. Now, it'd be nice if you get rid of Jesus Easterby. And, you know, the, the fact that he said, well, he's going to go back to what he's good at. Well, what is that? Is spying on players? Well, yeah, what's his, well, yeah. what's his job? Yeah, I mean, uh, but that's that's the thing. I, I think this has turned into a mess. And and Deshaun's not helping with the cryptic tweeting. I kind of thought maybe today I would, uh, you know, go hashtag cryptic music tweets and do like uh, stuff that makes people think I'm quitting. Ah, like Judas Priest lyrics. Heading out to the highway. Got nothing to lose at all. Maybe they would think you were killing yourself though. Yeah, I know, but that's why it's cryptic. Yeah. Right. I would I'd do a welfare check on you. Going to do it my way. Take a chance before I fall. A chance before I fall. Hashtag cryptic music tweets. There you go. Yeah. So. But I, I think the whole thing's going to be. I actually was interviewed for a story today about this. And uh, I, I honestly think the whole thing's going to get worked out in a month from now. We're not even talking about it. It's going to be about, all right, who's the offensive coordinator and who's the defensive coordinator and what kind of offense are they going to run? And. You know, okay, who are they going to cut? What are they going to do with these draft picks? How are they going to get more draft picks? What are they trading JJ for? All the fun stuff. Yeah. that That's where I think we'll be in a month. And we've had a couple people mention that um, the Texans are denying anyone from interviewing Tim Kelly for an OC job. So it's highly likely that Doug Peterson or any other OC wouldn't be coming in here. Which kind of make that, I believe, the Tim Kelly thing, especially if Deshaun stays, because Deshaun has publicly come out and said he wants Tim Kelly to stay. That makes me believe that they would go with a defensive-minded head coach. Yeah, maybe. Although I I think you want to keep him here until you find out, whoever you bring in, whether or not they want to keep him here themselves. I mean, it's kind of like, um, it's like 
Casario having to make a decision on Easterby. I think uh, Bienemy would have to make a decision on Kelly. Maybe he wants him. Maybe he wants him as quarterback coach. Maybe he doesn't want him as OC. But you know, I, I mean, I, I think you should deny him until you have your staff in place to see if that's that's who he wants. And then when his contract's up, okay, because yeah. I think it's uh, I think he's under contract for I think to the end of the week. So I don't know, uh, but I. I I don't blame them for doing that. I mean, it's just like anything else. Like, dude, you're just going to have to hold off until we see what happens here. Yep. And if it is Leslie Frazier, then, or Matt Aberflus, might make sense to keep him because yep. your offense was pretty good last year. And it was at least serviceable. Yeah. I, I, it, it got better when O'Brien was gone. I, I think that's now, was it as good as it could have been? No. And that, that's why I, I want to see some of that. I want to see some of that Chiefs magic here. But I want to see Bienemy get the job because I want to see what that offense would look like. You know, if they if they run that offense with Deshaun Watson, I think they're going to be really good. But I, it's also like I mentioned, it, the defense has got to be fixed first. I I really feel like you're serviceable on offense if you come back and do what you did last year. Run the ball better, obviously. Yeah, that, they've got to find a running game. Yeah, and that's I, I think that's something you can correct. But the defense is going to be a real real problem. So, looking forward to Fred's follow-up novel, Jesus Easterby Just Left Houston. <laughs> I think a lot of people are looking forward to that. Yeah, and it's it's funny. I, I don't know how you can fix that one. Because at this point, you know, the, the fan base has turned on the guy. And you're going to have signs every game next year. You know, fire Jack. Even if they... Even if they Make all the other hires right, and start off the season decently. Those th- those signs aren't going anywhere. No. And if I'm Jack Easterby, do I want to be answering questions to my kids about why people hate me so much? Yeah, I don't really need that. Not fun. No. It's like, Dad, why why do they keep calling you Jesus Jack, and they want to get you fired? And Lamont says Texans didn't deny Anthony Weaver for interviewing. Yeah, it's well, true. They let other teams interview him somehow. Defense, uh, defense hmm. wasn't great, but they haven't fired him either. No, no, but they haven't renewed his contract or anything like that. But you assume a head coach will make that decision. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that's another guy. And, and frankly, well, if I come in here and bring a three-four, <laughs> all right, I'll turn this thing around in a hurry. Um, <laughs> but I mean that's a that's a guy that if he doesn't get another job, I wouldn't mind having him back coaching defensive line because he he. Did a good job with that. If you move Tim Kelly back to quarterbacks coach, if he can't get another job, that's not bad either. So, I mean, I, obviously, whenever somebody gets fired, you're all taking a step back for the yeah. most part. Your your stock does not go up. Although I think Tim Kelly's stock might have gone up a little bit. Hmm. All right. I got to tell you guys about TGS Insurance. If you are looking for a way to save money on your homeowner's insurance, if you're a homeowner, I mean, obviously, you got bills to pay. Homeowner's insurance is one of them. Why would you pay more than you have to? Like, and a lot of us don't, I didn't realize what I was paying for my homeowner's insurance because it was just something that you pay. You don't really think about it because it's not like they hand you something every time you pay it. So I, I realized that I might be paying too much. So what did I do? I texted the word money to 232323. They asked for my address. Within 15 seconds, they sent me a firm and excellent quote on my homeowner's insurance, and I saved over $1,000 a year versus what I was paying. Crazy that I was paying, overpaying so much 
Uh, and it, the average customer saving 900 bucks. So who knows what you're leaving on the table right now? Graham here at our office saved $2,600 a year by switching to TGS. It's worth a try. No, no harm if you don't like it. No big deal. Text the word money to 232323. Start saving now with TGS. Came in with me, but she ain't mine. She not high. Free my cousin till he free. He doing time. Let him free. I'm the muff, muff best, but I'm not Cali. We the best. She like how I be dressed and ain't no salad. Uh-huh. Can't fuck with her. She messy. That's this is The Blitz. Don't you get it? On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. And no, we're not drinking beer today. That was yesterday. And actually, it was ranch water, but uh, thanks to Carbot. I did try it with Mezcal last night. How'd it, how'd it go? It was good. I tried it with vodka, mm-hmm. which, you know, I... I I've already tried it. Uh, I only had two drinks and it got me there. That's good because uh, it's nice when your mixer is also alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, somebody asked me what are the odds Mahomes plays this week? I'd say 100%. Maybe practice today. I th- you knew they were going to rush him back. I'd say 95. I, I mean, I, it, I mean, th- it could just be a ruse to get, you know, to throw the bills off, but. That's it's not really the move. I don't I don't know what help it would give. Yeah, I mean, um, but I do think I, I think that if he does play, he he'll be limited. He's not going to be, you know, all world Patrick Mahomes. I, I think that he'll he'll have some he'll have some limitations. And it just so I said, well, what is a Romeo Cornell, a defensive minded head coach? Yeah, he was also pretty bad at his job over the last four years, um, and. That's something I was saying that they should have retired Romeo two years ago and brought in somebody new, and you know it's somebody from a different system, not Anthony Weaver who's been here or Mike Vrabel who was here, but go get somebody who could bring in something different. And you know I, I like Romeo, but sometimes the game just passes you by, and his defense has not been good for a long time, either with him as assistant head coach or him as defensive coordinator, yeah, or interim head coach and you know yeah just because and just because you're a defensive minded coach or an offensive minded coach it doesn't mean you're going to be good at it either way 713-780-ESPN your number 713-780-3776 if you wish to get in and you know we're talking about who might be quarterbacking the Colts but the the new Lions GM basically left open the possibility that they would trade Matthew Stafford. And if they did, now, and, and I, I'd like to see Stafford. Which basically tells you they're drafting a quarterback. Sounds like it, yeah. And I, I'm going to go ahead and go on record now. Based on, you know, based on projections, the, the, the they, they're probably looking at it, their best case scenario would be getting a uh, Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, and if not, they're probably looking at a, a Trey Lance or Mac Jones. Whatever the case, I'm telling you now, I, I'd rather have Matt Stafford. 
Now, Matt Stafford is uh, he's eventually that that act is going to be up. Yeah, but I just don't I I don't trust the quarterbacks in this draft. And and I get it. The Lions are picking seventh, and I mean my the Lions are a team that they pretty consistently pick in the top ten. So it's not like you don't have the opportunity very often. The Lions pretty regularly have the opportunity to pick in the top ten. Yeah, I would not. I would not move on from Matthew Stafford to pin my hopes on one of these quarter, these non-Trevor Lawrence quarterbacks in this draft. I'm just I'll put it out there now. Yeah, although I, I think when you look at the Lions, it's kind of like it's kind of like we're saying about Deshaun and the Texans. They were four and twelve with him. Yep. Uh, the the Lions have not been a consistent winner with Matt Stafford. So if you take a little step back here, then. And you get something for him. And by the way, how about you do right by him? It's kind of like JJ. Send JJ someplace where he has a chance to win. Send Matthew Stafford to the Colts or the 49ers. Give him a chance to win. Guys earned it. Yeah. And it's not going to happen there. I mean, and, and that's why I'm, I'm sure Deshaun Watson looks at that and says, man, I'm going to wind up being Matt Stafford. He might be. Yeah. But, uh, and somebody else asked, so injuries don't play a factor. Or I'm going to wind up being Matt Schaub. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Matt Schaub put up a bunch of good numbers here. Uh, so injuries don't play a factor to our defense playing so poorly. Uh, yeah, they played a factor, but they haven't played yeah. it for four years. Your crummy players got hurt, so the backups were even crummier. We went into this season knowing this defense wasn't good. Yeah. They let, didn't play good. Yeah, don't, don't be blaming it on injuries, because if, if it were injuries – then it wouldn't be they wouldn't be bottom four for four years in a row. Yeah. I mean that's that's just no, they're no good. The players aren't good, the scheme isn't good, and and some of the actually some of the backups played better than the crap they had out there. Keon Crossan might have been the best corner they had out there this year at some point. A guy they found on the streets when their yeah, he, good players got hurt. He he's like, you know, eleventh on the depth chart. So, yeah, you, you can't make the injury excuse for that defense. That's just, uh, you know, now you're just begging. And I really think, like, I, I think the biggest problem that that defense had is the they underrated that they didn't, they, they thought that they had replaced defensive tackle, and it's pretty clear that the guys that they brought in were not... I mean, it's not like we we thought that DJ Reader was going to be easy to replace, but the guys that they thought were they were bringing in to replace it weren't even close to replacing him. Uh, and, and I think that you know you they they bet on some corners getting better that just aren't good. You know, Lonnie Johnson's not good. No, and, and to the He's point not. where you had to move him to safety. Yeah, and he, he wasn't really very good at safety. Like it, it you just don't. Your set, your secondary, even the guy like Justin Reed. Everybody thought Justin Reed was about to break out, and it turns out, I mean, Justin Reed just wasn't very good. Eric Reed, it's a lot of guys. Whitney Merciless again, useless, useless. Yeah, what what your hope is that you bring in a a new coach that some of those guys he's going to get more out of by utilizing them better. Probably not all of them. But, but, it, but I, point, I don't know that I don't know that there's anything you can do for Whitney Merciless, but I still think Reed, uh, I still think Reed can play. And I, to- I don't think we saw all of them at their worst this year, but I don't know that the ceiling for the the roster that they have on defense. I don't know that the ceiling is very high either. No, but you know, again, in theory, 
you bring in a better coaching staff, you put guys in better positions, you get better play. Now, right. how that, much better? Do you go from like 29th, 30th, 31st to 22nd? Well, if you do that, that's a pretty big jump. Okay. And, I mean, I don't know that you can – I mean, they're going to have to make other moves. They've but got, if I'm saying, like, for the next three years, if the best your defense is is 22nd in the league, you're not a Super Bowl contender. No, but you also have to uh, – over three years, you're going to turn over everything. It has to be. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, – so I, I think – No, besides maybe, maybe uh, uh, Cunningham, I don't know that there's a player on this team that, that should be here three years from now on the defense. Um, I want to I want to see, see what if Terrell Adams can play like he did this year. Okay, uh, but and I but, think listen, he was a pleasant surprise. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I don't know what his. I, I don't think he's got much of a ceiling either. I, I think that we may have seen the best of him. And if it is, if the, what we saw last year was the best of him, he he's he's an NFL player. But God, it's this defense just sucks. And and yeah, and it may it may be that the the guy made a lot of tackles because. Nobody else did. Yeah. But somebody had to be. But having said that, I, I think uh, as long as they weren't using him in deep coverage, which is another thing about the whole Cornell defense, it was frustrating. Um, but I, I think if you, um, the, the way he went sideline to sideline, the defense got slightly better when he replaced Bernard McKinney. So that's a good sign to me. And, and I, I like the way the guy played over the second half. Cunningham was hit and miss, but his good, his good runs were pretty good. So if, if you, you know, those two guys I'll keep, I'll keep Reed. Everything else, man, I'm, you know, I'm looking to upgrade at every other position because you're not going to be able to upgrade the entire defense in one year. But if I can upgrade three or four positions and get better coaching, yeah, I can get to 22nd. And if I get to 22nd and my offense is 11th or 12th, I'm at least back in that eight, eight, nine, seven range. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's all you're. That's all I'm looking for. I'm not. I'm not saying this is a Super Bowl contender by any stretch, but I'd like to be able to see him get back to the playoffs. Or at least in the playoff conversation, so, um, so it's, it's absolute nonsense talking about trading Deshaun Watson to the Indianapolis Colts. We it is absolute. Nonsense. Yeah, it is not. Have we said that? No one here, here said okay. that. Okay, no. I, I I I'll be very clear. First off, I don't think Watson's getting traded. So I think most of the trade talks absurd. If he does, it's going to be the Jets or the Dolphins. Period. End of discussion. There's nobody else going to be able to make a package deal that. They want to, no matter what team you love so much that you think you can get Deshaun Watson, forget it. It's not happening. It's going to be one of those two, if at all. All right, guys. And it won't happen. I got to tell you about Carbach. We had Eric in here yesterday drinking some of that ranch water. Oh, boy. Is that good stuff. And good stuff, especially, like like I said, last night I mixed it with some mezcal. Uh, First time I tried that. I've tried it with tequila a couple times, and it's very tasty. But the mezcal is very nice, a little smoke flavor to it. Uh, just an excellent, excellent uh, beverage by itself or as a mixer. And, of course, they've got all the great beers as well. You're looking for the the staples like Hopadillo, Crawford Bach, Love Street. You're always going to be able to find those pretty much anywhere you go, any restaurants, any bars, wherever you go. But they've got some great seasonals as well and some special beers that you'll only be able to find at the restaurant. The restaurant, which is fantastic food first of all but they've also got some beer there that you can't get anywhere else including some barrel aged stouts just some really good rare stuff that you can't find out and about uh they're open for lunch and dinner seven days a week go check them out have yourself a good meal have yourself a good beer follow carbock on facebook instagram and twitter and when you're out and about have yourself some carbock
This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN, your number, 713-780-3776. It's like I'm trying to spin this so that it'll face the camera. Does that one work? But it's like 20 seconds behind on mine. While I'm watching, so we're trying to. Uh, we're it needs try- to go in front of your laptop, though. Oh, we're okay. trying to get Bang to sponsor the show. Yeah, because we've said a lot of nice things about me. It. No, more this way, Fred. Yeah, you need. All to right, but head. is it facing the right direction? No. Okay. What about mine? R- r- this way. Twist it. it. Twist it the opposite way, Fred. Oh. How's mine working? Yours. Yours will work. Okay. Uh, Fred, twist yours a little bit more uh, clockwise for you. You're confusing me with clockwise and counterclockwise. That works. All right, that good. Yeah, yeah, we can make that work. Yeah, so um, yeah, we're hoping to because I mean we've been drinking this stuff for years now, and it's time. It is. I mean it's it's time for them to step up because we we've done right by them. So uh, you know, just saying, been trying to. I've been. I mean we've been trying to get these guys, and I've had friends who have done business with them and trying to get them involved. But uh, you know, hopefully we'll uh, we'll get them. And then we can get all the purple kittles we want. That's right, baby. So we ask any hockey picks? No, I'm still on hiatus for a couple of days. Um, I'm I'm kind of reevaluating everything right now because I went through a little bit of a bad streak this weekend where I wasn't close. It wasn't just that I lost. I wasn't close. And whenever that happens, and plus I, I, I have been so busy with other stuff. Uh, tomorrow I should have some time to dive into it. But been we've been working on another project here, and then I'm having to do horse picks and got a, a big race at Gulfstream, so you know, who the hell gets confused by clockwise and counterclockwise i do well, okay it's a moron I, no i have to stop and think about what the hell you're talking about and it's reversed okay so i'm, I'm the opposite no of, i was giving you what you should have done from your hand yeah, I, I reversed know. it from my i know but my mind thinks okay well he's he's looking at it from the opposite perspective therefore it should be the, what that's how you get can you know that's how you get confused Gosh, you guys are so damn mean today. I don't know why. BQ says, I feel like I'm the only diehard Texan fan that wants to trade Watson. No, you're not. Uh, and I'm I'm at the point where I'd look at those two deals that the Jets and the Dolphins are talking about and, and seriously consider them, um, with or without him being happy or not. That doesn't really matter to me at this point. Like, if, if You're not worried about his happiness anymore. No, if, if, it's w- not your responsibility. if what I'm hearing that they're willing to offer... Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to listen to that. So I'm a Titan fan and our defense was every bit as bad as the Texans this year. It was the one difference was you could run the football and keep those guys off the field. So, yeah. Well, if you remember the Texans, the year that they finished dead last and, uh, points allowed, uh, the, the Titans hired away their defensive coordinator to be the head coach. So right. you, you reap what you sow, Bubba. <laughs> Well, and you, you asked know, for that. And you know what? The the Titans defense, and this was my concern with the Titans going into the season, and, and I bet you can go back and find where I said this. Mike Vrabel's going to be calling plays now. We saw how that worked in Houston. Well, guess what? If I'm Mike Vrabel, and I think he's a smart guy, I think it's time to go get a defensive coordinator again. Probably the move. And get somebody else to call the plays because it hasn't worked out. So... Uh, apparently, he says you need Insta pics and bikinis before you get sponsored. I can do that. 
I'll, I'll do that. Do that too. Yeah, man. If that, well, whatever it takes, man. Look, we're we're just well, we're we're trying to take one for the team here. That's all. So, yeah, and the and Lamont asking where you getting the Texans are bottom four defense. They were actually good against the run when they had Jadeveon Clowney. The the pass defense has been bottom four now for at least three years. I think four. I'll have to go back and look. So I feel like 2018, I feel like their defense was solid. Wasn't great, but it was mm, solid. No, I think 2018, that would have been Clowney's last year. They were top five against the run, but they were horrible against the pass. Okay. I'm just thinking overall. Yeah. Like their ranking. I feel like they were kind of average that year, but 2017 was the year that was Vrabel's last year. Yeah. And then the last two years, they've stunk. Yeah. But, but 2018, I feel like, was was solid for them. Um, well, I'll look it up. But I know that they were, that year they were good against the run, and they were horrible against the pass. I mean, horrible. Just like they've been every year. Yeah. So, yeah, they were overall um, against the pass. They gave up. Uh, well, okay, they weren't as bad as I thought they were. In 2018? Yeah, they were okay. Yeah, at, at 2018, I remember them being pretty good. Yeah. Um, but Actually, I had it opposite. They were good against the pass in 2018. They were 30th against the run. Okay. No, that's not right. They were that's they were third against the run. So, yeah, they were okay in 2018. So, well, three, three, three of the last good, four years. Yeah. yeah. So, <sighs> 713-780-ESPN, your number, 713-780-3776. But they've still been crap now for a while. Let's try Jason. What's up, Jason? Guys, I remember, like, when this free agency, like, tough, smart, dependable. Well, Doug Marone and O'Brien could do that together at Alabama now because it's just some of these. I remember when they signed Eric Murray. I can't remember what station I was listening to. I'd be lying if I said for sure it was you guys. But they interviewed somebody from the Cleveland Browns uh, network. I think it was a sideline reporter. They didn't even know who that guy was. Think about that. If that's your job to know, and you didn't even know what is an Eric Murray, and we signed him for all that money when Eric Reed was out there. I mean, I know there was Foster Earl Thomas, but there was there was other options out there. And then signing Merciless to that deal, and I mean, Randall Cobb. It's like I don't know what they're doing over there. And even all their picks over the years, the third round picks seem to play now. The first round picks leave like Mario Williams and Clowney. It's just like. They need to get their stuff together. I hope I hope Cesaro or Stereo, whatever his name is, I hope he actually does know a little bit about drafting. But even that pick that they got for Hopkins, they picked that defensive uh, lineman that uh, they had to suspend for a game, Blacklock. I mean, I just think it's a total lack of accountability, and it continues if all this stuff with Watson is true. I'm with you guys. He needs to come out and speak because sometimes sources are wrong. Today, they had Brantley signing with the Blue Jays. Something happened. All of a sudden, he's with the Astros. So I'm hoping that some of these sources are wrong. I'm hoping they get the right coach. And I'm hoping you guys do happy hour tomorrow. I'm out. Well, happy hour. I mean, tomorrow's Thursday. Yeah, so we won't be doing it tomorrow. Never done happy hour on Thursday. But I don't I don't think we, there's still not enough people here to do happy hour, unfortunately. No, no. So we're, we'll hopefully, listen, once we all get vaccinated, happy hour will be back. How about that? Yeah. it's just That's the game plan. Trust me. Do I want to get rid of all these nasty bottles of booze in my office? Yes. Yes, I do. Do I want Aaron to have to drink a menthol tobacco eggnog? Yes, I do. 
Well, we've also got uh, that horrible Chinese stuff now. Yeah, my yes, we do. Me. By the time we're allowed to do it, eggnog's all going to be expired. That'll make it even That'll better. Make it even better. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, Bubba. Can you not buy eggnog year round? I don't think so. What? At least my HEB doesn't sell it year round. They sell be- it from like October to January 10th. I bet you can get it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Specs has it. They have everything. Yeah. What if you just like eggnog? like saying you you're kind of weird i mean yeah but i don't know i feel like every every if if people drink it at the holidays you ought to be able to drink it whenever theoretically yeah if i wanted to make a mold spiced cider well if i if i, I want to do that if i want to have pumpkin beer in in pump- january sure yeah. go for it no uh, it might not be fresh pumpkin beer though well but i like you know, some of it I like to age a little bit. Well, there you go. Just like eggnog, we like to age it a little bit. Let's try uh, Paul. What's up, Paul? <laughs> Paul, you're on go. Paul, you're on go. Oh. Oh. Sports. Sports. That means go. Oh. Hey, I uh, got a question for Fred. Uh, I know last year you did a bunch of events out of Sam Houston. And I uh, came out and saw you there a couple times uh, with the horses and just uh, wonder if you're going to be doing that at all this year. We'll be there next Friday. Yeah, next Friday, the uh, 29th. And I think we'll be out there three times this year. We're not going to do as much because of the COVID, but we will be, uh, we will be out there and, uh, you know, we'll do some. Uh, we'll, 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 Fred will pick you some winners. I, I hope to. I hope to. So far, I mean, like I haven't picked a. My win percentage isn't that great, but I've been just cashing every single card. So that's all that matters. Yeah, that's all I care about. All right. Let's get a quick break in. It is the Blitz on ESPN 975925. Set your clock and grab your job. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN. Happy One of the Odds Wednesday, everybody. Hope you're having a great one. If you're not, just relax. We'll have some fun here before the show's over. And I know we have a gym to get to, but we can do that later. Because you wanted to get into Carlos Correa. Yeah, Carlos Correa is trending on Twitter right now. And mostly because people are saying we need to extend Carlos Correa. One guy says, and most of this came from Carlos Correa. He sent the uh, the baby Penguins fan celebrating GIF where it's like, yeah, the, you know what I'm talking about? No. You, you've seen this before? Uh, I guess, yeah. The baby who looks very excited about something that happened at the Penguins game. Ah, uh, but the, probably he, a Crosby goal. I, yeah, probably. I think he's he's excited to have Michael Brantley signed, obviously. Right. So that blew up Twitter on waiting for the Carlos Correa extension announcement. Uh, that, that 
the Astros need to uh, get him locked up, win the World Series. Everybody forgets that three years ago, four years ago, it was Jose Altuve is the face of this team. He's never gotten his big payday. We got to pay him like what he is, the, the best, the greatest player in this franchise's history. Okay, done. Did you see what Alex Bregman, you know why we won that World Series? Alex Bregman, baby. Alex Bregman's a he's a, a perennial MVP candidate now. He's the best player on the team. We got to pay him, Bubba. All right, done. Now, Carlos Correa has like his first full season ever. Carlos Correa is the face of the franchise. We need to pay him as such. Like, you can't pay everybody like they're, you know. You're not the Dodgers. I hate to break not. it to you. You can't pay everybody. And Carlos Correa, well, listen, is he is he a good player? Yes. Is he what everybody thought he would be when when they drafted him or when he came up? No. He's like he's not the next A-Rod. He's he's a a guy who in a good year might hit 20 home runs. Okay? This is a a, a guy who's got an incredibly lengthy injury history. Carlos Torre is good and he can and last season it felt it felt like he was more than good because when the rest of the team was stinking it up, he was the only one consistently performing. And he's the only one who seemed like kind of gave an FU to like when Altuve and Bregman went into the tank after all the uh, yeah. the cheating stuff came out and it felt like they had been. What kinda, are they going to say now? They were kind of castrated. Carlos came up big. But like Carlos Correa is not, you know, a, a 10-year, you know, mega contract guy. And if if the Astros do that, I think they're making a mistake. I I like Carlos Correa. I don't like Carlos Correa enough to pay him, you know, $250, $300 million over 10 years. I, I think let, let someone else do that. Yeah, and, and I mean, if someone else is willing to do it, okay. You know, that's – I don't know how many teams are left that, that would do that, that, that need a shortstop. Because, you know, frankly, the – we're talking about – well, the Jays are spending money. The Mets are spending money. The Yankees are are keeping their guys. The Dodgers are are trying to get better. Yeah, and, and spend money. Who else? Padres. Yeah, Padres are yeah. spending money. That's about it. Yeah, that that is it. I mean, the, like the Cubs used to spin. Where are they? The Red Sox. Where are they? So, yeah. I, I mean, and I'm glad that. Uh, I'm glad Springer got his. I mean, I, I sure it, good for him. He deserves it. It wasn't going to be here, so I'm glad it's Toronto. But you know, you're not going to be able to pay all these guys now. You, you will have Verlander and Grinky off the books next year, so you you could take some of that money to pay him. But boy, I don't know how long of a deal I would do. Six, I I, if you gave him the George Springer contract, I'd be okay with that. Six years. At thirty, I mean that's that's probably about what he's going to get. I'd let someone else pay it. The guy's a, he's a two seventy five hitter. He's like we all thought he was going to be thirty, thirty five, forty home runs a year. There's zero signs that he is that guy. And well, if you think that that he's not going to get better, that this is what he is, you have to trade him. You have to trade him before the season or at the deadline and get as much as you can for him. I, I still think there's upside there. I still think he, he we haven't seen the best of him. 
what do you what would you guess Carlos Correa's batting average was last season? I I don't know AJ, but I'm not counting last season for much of anything. Well, that, that, I mean, it's not honestly. It, it, there were so few games that guys got off to bad starts, then they weren't going to hit very well. Guys that got ridiculously hot at the beginning were going to have higher batting averages than ever. It's just not enough of a sample size. Okay. Well, everyone, I mean, but somehow the playoffs is enough of a sample size where he balled out in the, you know, whatever, however, how 45, 50 plate appearances. Now he's did the I, god did, of the team. Did I say that? No, you didn't, but that's what people are saying. Okay, well, you're talking to me, though, so don't, don't put those words in my mouth. Okay. But he, he has been a clutch postseason player. He which absolutely has. Which George Springer has been as well. But, I mean, he, was, he, was a, a, he wasn't a bad player last year, but he hit 264. Is that what thirty mil a year guys are hitting two sixty four um, with five homers? Go look at all the great in, great in players that had bad years last year. I mean, it, it was a bunch. Okay, the year before two seventy nine. The year before two thirty nine. The year before the year he was an all star three fifteen. The year before that two seventy four. The year before that two seventy nine. It's not a bad year. It's what he is. Like it, that, we're but, thinking that twenty seventeen. And last season's postseason are what Carlos Correa is when we have a big sample size that says he's about a 270 hitter. Yeah, but you're assuming he's, he's never going to get better. I, and I, I, still, I still see a lot of potential in this guy. He's still very young. And, you know, now, do I want to pay him based on what I think he can be? No. But that's why I'm not giving him. I don't, I don't know where this 10-year thing is coming from. But um, I, I don't know where you got that from. Is that being thrown out or something? Yes. That's the, that's apparently what he's what he's look he's looking for like a a Mike Trout type deal. I don't know. I mean, no. not, not probably not that kind of money. No, no, that's what he but, wants. Good but luck. But he wants one of those long term mega deals. Yeah, then you trade him now. And I don't know. And you know what? That may be what Francisco Lindor was asking for too. And the Indians said, "Well, that's not us, bub. It's been real." And and they got a nice haul for him. I don't know if the Mets are going to pay Francisco Lindor for the next ten years. I like Francisco Lindor a lot. I would not pay him for the next 10 years. I, I just, I don't, these, Carlos Correa is a good player. Carlos Correa is not, he's not even the best player on the Astros. Well, but I mean, I, I think if you're not, if he wants that, then yeah, sorry, see ya. That's life. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Would you it. pay him the, the six years, 30 mil a year that George Springer just got? Um, Yeah, I probably would. Because six years is not a big mistake for a 25-year-old. Okay. But let's, let's see what Travis I think is. George Springer is a better player than Carlos Correa. He is, but I, I, I don't know if that'll be the case in two years. Well, Carlos Correa, or uh, George Springer, we've mentioned this before, he, he is reaching the end of his prime probably, which is that's why I'm glad that he got a long deal. Yeah. My guess is George Springer is not worth it at the end of that deal. Uh, but, probably not. But... You know, most of those guys aren't worth it at the end of those deals. Uh, we'll we'll talk to Travis on the other side of the break. We uh, we got to hit the break, but I, I'm interested to see what people think about Carlos Correa and what kind of a priority he should be. All right, quick break. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. ESPN 97.5. Please stand by. 